Oh, hello, this is a Darren Clarkson King podcast. I'm Darren Clarkson King. This is my podcast. You guys and gals that listen to me regularly will know that I'm a whitewater kayaker, principally in the Himalayas. But I spend a lot of time in North Wales when I'm back in the UK, paddling the lovely rivers around here. But now we're in COVID times, aren't we? And I've said that I'll bang a few more out during a few more. I'll bang a few podcasts out during lockdown to keep you entertained. This one is a bit different. It's not going to be very long. I mean, if you're drinking a cup of tea whilst listening to this podcast, I doubt your cup of tea will go cold. But I want to tell you about maybe over-preparing. A couple of years ago, a few years ago now, I was walking around Monkey Temple in Kathmandu, Swayambanath. Swayambanath, a site of cultural and spiritual significance in the heart of Kathmandu Valley. I'm not going to go into details of it. I'm sure you can uh, you can Google it if you want. So I am, but Google it. If you've been to Nepal, you probably know all about its importance to the Kathmandu Valley and Buddhism. But as you go, it's walking distance from the tourist centre, although a few people are probably lazy enough and get cabs because they don't want to walk over that bridge near the river where all the bikes zooming past. And you walk up the steps, it's just way on Banath, to Monkey Temple. And there's all the hawkers selling you stuff you don't need. And there's the kids asking for sweets and school pens. And you get to the top and you pay your money and you go in. It's a beautiful historic site. But what I'm trying to talk about here is, years ago I saw an Englishman. And I'm presuming he was English, I never got to chat to him. He had a straw trilby on. I know... Those that read Gentleman's Quarterly will probably tell me that you don't get Trilby's made of straw. It's a different name, I'm sure. But straw Trilby. And he had a linen safari suit on and a set of Birkenstocks. Linen safari suit, the sort of suit that Roger Moore would wear in one of those cheesy Bond movies before Bond got cool and Daniel Craig played him. I mean, Moore was no Connery either, was he? Probably better than Dalton, but you know we're not discussing Bond. We're discussing this bloke in a safari suit. Round his waist, he had small red pouches, small red bags, like a bum bag type thing, but different ones. And I remember looking at them, and these little red bags and pouches are made by a company called Life Systems, I think, or maybe Life Venture. But like I say, I've, this podcast has got nothing to do with product, really. And in, on these red ones, you know, these little red pouches, one's a first aid kit and one was a dentistry kit. Now, if you Google these pouches, you might even have some, you know. You've got expedition first aid, you've got basic first aid, you've got emergency this, mountain leader that. And you can get a dentistry kit. I remember looking at him thinking, you're walking distance from your hotel. You may have even got a cab, because I don't think those Birkenstocks have walked over you know, from the other end of town. And that's, that linen suit is definitely too clean for you to have been anywhere near the Bagmati or Vishnamati River. And I wondered why he's got all his first aid supplies around his waist. Does he believe that he needs dentistry work at Swayambu or that he needs his first aid kit there or his hypodermics? And it got me thinking over the years... 
why is it that when we change our frame of reference that we add in bits that to give us supposed security? If we went to a cathedral in the UK, would we have a first aid kit around our waist? Possibly not. We might have one in the car. Would we have a dentistry kit in our pocket in case a filling falls out or we crack a tooth? Possibly not. Yet the chances of us actually getting hold of a dentist on a Sunday in Liverpool is really slim. The chances of getting hold of a dentist on a Sunday in Kathmandu really high. Really high. Because all the dentists there will do your work when they give them a load of money. And when I say a load of money, it's all relative, isn't it? You can go to one of those backstreet dentists in Kathmandu, and I've seen plenty, where they've got greasy floors and dusty tables and cartoon pictures of grimacing smiles and a set of Victorian-era pliers and what looks like a load of torture equipment. You can go to one of those dentists. Or you can go to those really nice private dentists that charge you a bit of money but give you really good service. And I remember back to the times when I had an incredible toothache in Pakistan and I just thought it was down to too much sugar in the chai or all the soda I'd been drinking because it's hot. But the pain built and pain built and pain built. And when I got to Kathmandu, the pain was still there and it was so bad that I couldn't sleep. And I was talking to going to the dentist by some Nepalese friends. And I went to a dentist in Lazenpat, which is embassy district. And I walked in and the place was spotlessly clean. Spotlessly clean. I had some dentistry work. I had root canal work. Now I hate the dentist. Give me a box canyon any day. I hate the dentist. I had root canal work. And it was all patched up. And I paddled for the rest of the season. The pain subsided. But just before I came back to Britain, the pain built again. And over the course of a fortnight, the pain got more and more and more. To the stage where, you know, I'm putting way more oil of clove on than I should be doing and Taking way more painkillers than Marilyn Monroe. Now, I went to the NHS, well, not the NHS, the local dentist in the UK that I had to pay a load of money for. And as he examined the tooth, he took the uh, filling off, the temporary filling off where the root canal had been, and the stench filled the room. I'd got gangrene in my jaw. Now, I'm not going to go into details about gangrene in your jaw, but you know, all you need to know is that I don't no longer have a tooth where that one should have been. Now, in these COVID times, I've just had an extraction, and I had to have an extraction because a tooth had cracked and it should have been root canal, but they can't do root canals in COVID, so they ripped it out. Now, that stems from the fact that I'd just spent 20 rupees in Nuba Valley over the car dungler on dentistry work for a cracked tooth that the filling came out and it got infected and an abscess and loads more stuff that's not really the point I mean I have got a lot of missing teeth now in the back but at my age it's probably going to be alright the point of this uh, podcast is really to talk about 
your health. Not necessarily about dentistry work and the state of my teeth and the fact that as a kid I probably had way too many sweets and way too much chai when I'm away. The point of it is, before you go on a trip like that, and I'm not saying a two-week holiday necessarily, but before you go on an extended expedition or a gap year, not that you can at the moment, but it's probably worth thinking about, it's probably worth having a dental check and getting any work done. You can get it done in Britain or you can get it done when you land, you know, it's, I don't really care. If you've got an NHS dentist, then, you know, let the NHS pay for it. But get it fixed. I know of climbers at altitude that have their fillings taken out and various other stuff done because air pockets expand at altitude and it damages your teeth. But make sure that you get your teeth sorted. Give, give yourself a health check before you go on a trip. People tend not to think about it. I do have a friend that needs to get his teeth extracted due to health reasons. It's expensive in Britain, even though even with NHS, you know, taking all your teeth out, it bills doesn't, it's costly. And it's cheaper for him to get his extractions done in the Himalayas, Patali Garth, or Rishikesh, Kathmandu, Pokka, or whatever. And I'm sure he chooses the backstreet dentist where it costs about a quid. And he gets them pulled out, you know, with some pliers and numbs the pain with a bottle of rum. And I think he's probably saving up for some falses. Not those posh screwing types, I mean, the falses. I'm, I'm hoping that he'd get a set of dentures made out of ivory bone, but he'll probably end up with a set of old dog's teeth. Get yourself a mental a health check on your teeth, gang. You don't want to spoil an expedition by having toothache constantly. And that goes for a normal health check. If you're going away for an extended period, have a health check. Guys, it's really important, really important that you go and you get that lump on your bollocks checked. You know, if you're paranoid about it, just go and get it done. Yeah, don't be scared of that. You know, you get to a certain age, 40, 40 plus, and your doctor suggests that you have a well man check. You know, you've got your prostate and all. Get it done, okay? Don't be on the trip halfway down a river in the Himalayas or Alaska or wherever it may be, thinking that you've picked up some virus or your heart's beating way too quick or you've got an itch or a rash or this, that and the other and it's going to take the fun away. Get yourself checked. And I'm talking about guys because we are notoriously bad for looking after our health, but it goes for women too. Get yourself checked. You know, just do it. Don't be pissing about. You know, bite the bullet. I'd much rather go into a box canyon than any dentist or doctors. But do it. Please do it, gang. The disadvantage you get when you go to a dentist or a doctor in the Himalayas is that you don't get a sticker for being a brave soldier. So when you go... Into the into NHS or private medical care, ask them for a sticker. You know, when I was a kid, I remember getting lollipops from the dentist, which is in hindsight really bad, isn't it? When your dentist gives you lollipops, but then really good for marketing and sales as a dentist because a few months later you got to come back and get your teeth sorted again. But really quick podcast, podcast, really quick, yeah, podcast, isn't it? I was going to say blog, not a blog, is it? Really, really quick, guys. Look after your teeth. Don't be necessarily having toothache on your trips. And that's it. I hope everyone's really coping with this COVID thing. I know it's sort of put a, a stall on a lot of trips. It's put a stall on my trips. And I can look back at trips I've done and I can tell funny stories and that's fine. I can look out of the window now and there's a bit of a wind blowing which 
quite a big wind blowing, the trees are moving and there's wind whistling down my chimney. And I'm, I'm okay with that. But that's because I live in Snowdonia. And I look out on the Morwins. And some of you guys and gals don't have that, do you? And I know that. And I know it's hard. We're going to get through this. We're all going to be alright. Brush your teeth. Look after your health. Smile. We've got this, gang. Thanks for listening. Speak to you again next time.